Now the question is, what will we do to fix it? How will we fix it? But most importantly, do we give a damn enough to fix it? What's up, everybody? I am Joseph Ward. Rocking with me is the leader of the Aldarius clique, Mr. Patrick Aldarius Irvin, what it is. What it do? Yeah, man. Welcome back to another episode of the Freedom Train Podcast series. We are brought to you by PAX Inc. That's P-A-C-T-S-I-N-C. And PAX Inc. is a black advocacy organization as well as a black think tank that have created and accumulated a, an enormous amount of resources that are available for you and your family to use and apply to your living to help improve your quality of living as black people in America. And it's also stuff to help you survive, thrive, and be alive. So make sure you visit the website at www.pactsinc.org. Once again, that's www.pactsinc.org. And while you're online, make sure you visit our Freedom Train website at www.freedomtrainradio.com. That way you can learn more about myself, Patrick Irvin, uh, Queen Shelby, Queen Candace, and the Nick myself. I is returning very 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 soon and our new segment that we have coming for the freedom train podcast series which is entitled get up get out and get active uh featuring my homie dot love and myself so check that that's gonna be coming soon we got these episodes coming i was like where the hell this intro come from oh cuz we're getting into this (laughs) we're getting into it that's why i come from like that we're getting into it. Sometimes I got to get my CBS on, dog. I got to show my skills, my CNN, CBS skills. I could do it all, dog. Oh, you said CBS. I thought you said CVS. I was like, all right, well, we going to the drug store for? No, CBS, as in balls and they jaws. <laughs> Don't think I want that. <laughs> Not you, but they. <laughs> There's in the girl them. <laughs> oh, okay, 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 okay. Them's it is. There you go, <laughs> and sisters. <laughs> so, um, if you have been under a rock, which most people, I'm sure everybody in the world know about this, but the YouTuber, um. He he said that he was a um a fashion consultant, businessman, a father, you know, a son, a brother, a man, black man Kevin Samuels. He passed away this past Thursday. Um, very controversial figure, especially in the black community. You got a lot of people who love him, you got a lot of people who hate him, and they got some people in the middle who like he cool, but you know. So, not necessarily to dwell on the death. Um, he, I think he came in and he did some work. He shook up the world. What you think, Pat? I think he shook up the world. He shook something up. I don't know if it was the world or a hornet's nest, but it, it definitely <laughs> it got shook. Well, he made what one thing he did do make black black people pay attention to what we doing to each other. Again, that's debatable. Well, I mean, not saying he was the creator of it, but well, no, I'm not saying that he again he shook something, but judging from the celebrations and the oh yeah, but we're finna get into that. Yeah, we're finna get into that. Like I'm I'm not saying but now now that's a that's a whole nother aspect of it. That that comes from a whole nother aspect, but 
you know, just I'm just talking about just just him. Like, you know, you got a lot of we seen he he didn't start a movement, but he put energy behind the movement that took it to a whole nother level. And you got um a lot of people who think because he's dead that it's over, but they don't really understand that this is just the start of something. Now, whether yeah. that's something gonna be good or bad, we don't know. Yeah, that's yet to be determined. But I do think he he did shed a light on a movement that was already growing and building. And unfortunately, a lot of people don't understand what that light is because he himself said that he was not a part of the movement that he shed a light right. on and became right. an integral part of. Right. So right. it's it's right. going to be real interesting to see how the 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 perceptions of the movement continue because i agree with you the movement's going to keep going yeah yeah it's going it's going and, and you know just to be clear especially for the black community the sister shahariza ali in the early 90s with her book uh, the black man's guide to the black woman um was that the first one or the second i think it was the first one. okay but the first book she put out that was that's the foundation of this all of this for for black people for us for black people to fix our relationships that's the foundation for all of this now it's a lot of debate whether he was doing that or not in my opinion he was but that's not what we're here to talk about but we we do want to acknowledge him and what he did so definitely want to do that um but <laughs> what brought us here though is the fallout of it like damn black people we find everything to argue and fight about and be crazy about don't we so if you haven't got my man patrick's book the castle make sure you get a copy of the castle that cover looked dope i ain't looked at it in a while but the growing divide between black men and black women and this book this book was published don't tell me i want to find it this book was published in 2015 if you don't believe me you can see it right there. It was published in 2015. So this is a pre-Kevin Samuels book. Even Pat was writing about what was going on in the black community. So this is a pre and post Kevin Samuels thing. But with the fallout, we saw a lot of people celebrating his death, mocking him and doing all these things. But I don't know, man. Like, why do we keep doing this? Why do we keep doing this, man? Why, why do we always find ourselves here? And it's not sometimes it's a death, sometimes it's this is that. Why do we always find ourselves here? But because we always find ourselves back at the place where black men and black women are divided and fighting against each other. You know, I, I'm gonna say, I keep, I've been saying it, I'm gonna keep saying it. Culturally, we are adolescents. As a community, we are not mature adults yet. Right. Um, I can agree. And although we seem to regularly be defined by our lowest, the fact that we celebrate and allow ourselves to continue to be defined by our lowest is just another, another piece of evidence that we are not mature adults as a community. Yeah. Yeah. Like we, I agree though. Um, I think we talked about, we've talked about this before, but I remember listening to, um Nas's untitled album and it's I don't remember what song but it's a song where he was talking about how black people are viewed as the teenagers of the world 
You're talking about an album that's over 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And I can also remember some other speakers, um, some African scholars or speakers talking about how black people act and how black people are viewed as the teenagers of the world. So you ain't just pulling something out your ass when you're saying right. it. Right. And then you, when you look at our overall behavior and how we always end up fighting like kids, here we are. Yeah, we are most definitely. And it, like, cause I've been listening to scholars and stuff say that say that for a while. And even though you would say, well, yeah, but it's been 10, 20, 30 years. Yeah, but cultural development takes a lot longer than individual development. And we still haven't progressed. As a culture. Yeah, right. We're not so, developing individually. So well, not, not in mass. Not like we should be. Yeah, no, yeah, you're 100% right. We're not. There are, and we got to remember, we're talking about this on a cultural level. So you can't bring your individual view into it. Look at us as a whole. How do right. we move? Right. How do we speak? How do we carry on and carry about? as a whole how do we view ourselves how do we view uh how other people view us how do we view other people everything about not everything but a good chunk of the things about our community line up with what you would expect from an adolescent yeah because let's just be real people didn't like the message and it wasn't that it wasn't a message that was specific to him because um, why, why I brought up Shaharazad Ali because when she put out her book, she was ostracized by black women in the black community and other people. We've seen what happened with all the other men and women who spoke out in a all with the similar message of, hey, black women, y'all got to fix stuff too. It's y'all too sometimes. Half the time it's y'all too. We know we've been telling black we've been telling black men. I'm 38. I know for my whole life we've been telling telling black men to get their shit together. Black men ain't shit. Niggas ain't shit. Niggas ain't shit. We can we got the film to show you. We can show you all the TV shows. We can show you the the comedy shows. We can show you all that. So this is not something that's just exclusive to black women. It's just now it's being talked to black women and they don't like the message. To be real, if we're being honest, yeah, I mean, yeah, it, for 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 the first time in a long time, black men in mass are being given, are are making, not being given, are making platforms where we can speak our side, right, and they don't like what we have to say. Well, you know what, we didn't like. Which y'all had to say for the last few decades, but we had to swallow it and eat it. And even a good a good chunk of us even acknowledged there's some legitimacy to what she said. Well, well, not only that, not all black men. We're not talking about all black men, but we're talking about the if if 54% of black men are in the middle class. As far as living wise and wealth, that means they got their stuff together at least to be have a middle class lifestyle. So that means at least fifty four percent of black men ain't scrubs. So that means black men got their stuff together. Most black men are decent human beings that have the means to provide for a family. Now, most black men. Now. If you are 
whether you're a black man or a black woman, if you are attracting people who aren't in your best interest, you got to fix that in yourself. But no, just to fall out from this death is like another telling thing that it's not good for us. Like the conversation you and I was having the other day, you know, we keep having black scholars telling us that white America's falling, white America's falling, white America's falling. It's end, it's the end of white America. It's the end of white America. Well, we're fucked up. We totally dependent on white people. We really there's no such thing as black America. There's black people in America. So if this thing is falling and we behaving the way we are, don't that mean we falling too and we're gonna fall harder? Because right now you keep saying if America catch a cold, black people catch pneumonia. So if America falls, what does that mean for black people? Yeah. I mean the the sad truth is even in the fact that we're celebrating the death of somebody who we just didn't like their message. And most people don't even know what the message was. Let's be clear. Most of the people celebrating don't, don't really know what the man was right. about. They heard one or two clips that they didn't like. And right. that was that. Um, But that's why you bring up the Shahrazad Ali's. And even, even there have been some exactly. moments of um, Monique. Monique. Ayana uh, Vanzala, yep. whatever her name is, yeah, like Ayana there, Van Zandt. there's a a a, a just, strong line of <laughs> just people. recently uh Tashina Arnold, uh Pam for Martin, she yeah. said something and they drug her ass. There's a long line of people, men and women, broke and rich, that are saying the exact same thing and that are getting drugged for saying it instead of people paying attention to the fact that they actually been saying it like which what what was just said if most of the men are decent men capable of providing a nice middle class lifestyle for a family and most of the women still hold the view that there are not any good men out here what is that saying what is happening what it, like what is going on in the miscommunication why is there a miscommunication? Those right. are questions that can't be asked and answered because we can't criticize a whole right. half of right. the community. Right. Uh, Shaharazad Ali said in the 90s that black women don't like to be corrected. She said that in the 90s, in the early 90s, in 90, like 92, 93 at the latest. Black women don't like to be corrected. And because that's my thing, it's like, Are there are yes, there are a, a handful of and probably more than a handful of dudes out there that are just straight trash. And I'm talking about black men that are just straight mm -hmm. trash. But Absolutely. guess what? Guess what? The girl who got the PhD in physics, fucking them. The girl, the girl who got the PhD in pharmacy, pharmacy got his baby. And they fighting over him too. And he can't even read out loud. <laughs> now tell me I'm lying. Ah, <laughs> uh, knowing of a or knowing of a situation personally, where two highly educated and by society standards highly successful uh, black women are fighting over a dude that has nowhere near their qualifications. I can't. I, I mean, like, I know of a situation like that. Everybody know this. Everybody know the stereotype of the hobosexual. Why was that made up? 
Why was the hobosexual? Like, all broke dudes know one superpower you need to have, and that's good sex. All, all dudes, all dudes know that, but broke dudes especially know that the only superpower you really need is to be able to get in them drawers and show out in them drawers. But let's, let's also let's also talk about the other half of that, right? Like, because and I'm not talking about all women, and I'm not gonna keep saying that at this point, it's understood. We're not talking about all of it, anybody, but women like a project they like to fix a man up and they also like to be in control they won't now a lot of them won't admit it but we know because we've been with them and we watch them operate and they want to be in in control and they want us to just shut up and fall in line not all of them but especially the ones who have been affected by the movement and you know what movement i'm talking about those men that lack resources, they see them as perfect candidates. And if he can get in them draws and and and, and make her have a whirlpool of an evening, okay, they can build them up. Right. I'm a I was with, and then that gives them also the opportunity to say, I built him. I was a oh. ride or die. I made him. These types of people that we seem to be in mass grooming our daughters to be are not the type of people that are even capable of being in a relationship with a man that's got his shit together. But that's me and you on the same wavelength, because I was just about to say, well, we got to talk about the simps then, because the simps are enabling a lot of this childish behavior by a lot of these childish women. And childish men getting with childish women, and they making childish decisions over and over and over, because we... We cannot talk about this. We can't be honest to talk about this without talking about people enabling the behavior. And those are the simps. Men are the, in my opinion, I know we got a lot of problems on both sides. There are good people on both sides. There are bad people on both sides. Men, we still got to accept our role in driving this behavior. Like, Dudes still losing their mind over over an ass picture on Instagram. Right. Too many like, oh, she thick. She looked like Kermit the Frog, though. But she but she fine though. She thick though. Wow. And so, you know, when I I'm I've I say it all the time, dudes nasty. They are. And I'm talking about me included. We nasty. And some of us will stick out meeting anything. Until you grow up. And that's the problem. It ain't nobody growing up. But the other problem is... On either side. Right. That's why we're here. That's why we're right. here. Gender war. We got to have a gender war. We got to fight each other to, to, to cooperate. What type of dumb shit is that? Yeah, because the same... And it, it's sad at how we'll throw shots at each other. The same dude that'll criticize women for putting ass shots up will have a whole thing liking ass shots right <laughs> right that's... have a whole post a whole like if you check his recently like things it's all ass shots so i ain't gonna lie so like if you're on instagram and you go to, you hit the search thingy the search thingy is is you know uh the algorithm is set to how you search so if you hit mine you're gonna see a bunch of chicks 
you're gonna see a bunch of chicks that i like too why <laughs> that's what i be looking at that's half the stuff i be looking at on instagram probably said probably 60 percent of stuff i look at on instagram i ain't gonna front yeah but uh, at least i'm honest about it i'm not gonna criticize no chick for for doing whatever because i'm looking and now, see i'm the exact opposite though i don't look so i talk my shit. now after a while you like damn well okay damn I mean, I like it, but damn, that's that's all you got. Like, that's it. Okay, mm -hmm. I like it though. Now I ain't gonna front, but damn, that's it. But it's just, I mean, I, I I think I think we have to. Well, ain't no, I think we got to take a, a an adult and realistic look at where we are and why we are where we are, and this fight for power has to end. Yeah, you so so it's so. We got black men who, whatever power we think we have, black women with whatever power we think we have. It's like it's like two dogs fighting over a bone with no meat. Just to say, <laughs> I I have the bone, but the bone ain't got no damn meat on it. It ain't even got no. It ain't even a juicy bone. Like that's a dry ass bone. It's been out in the sun for weeks. Cause, cause, and and, and you know, I, you know, we, me and you both disagree that white America's main issue right now is to take out black people I, me and you both disagree and one yeah, of the reasons agree with that. one of the reasons we disagree is we're not a threat we can't even get along like why right. would, why would we be a threat because what what we gonna what we gonna what threat we have to them? we're gonna out twerk them let me go let me guess let me guess we're gonna outdress white people right that's what they're afraid of us oh us, how about the, our disparities we're gonna out disparity them. we're gonna have more kids than them i we're was gonna have say because we can't more heart attacks them because we don't have we have more heart attacks than them right yeah i mean well we ain't even i'm not even sure we i mean i guess percentage wise but more diabetes like the 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 most successful turkers twerkers are white women so we not gonna we not gonna win no dance battle we not gonna win no twerk off but I, just, like, I don't <laughs> how can how can a group of people that can't even get along and build a simple family be a threat to anything or anybody why that's more the illusion of powerfulness that we have and the reason why we can't build real power is because we are not honest about the fact that we don't have it right now right right and we don't it's it's i feel like right now Cause we were just saying before on the show, like I'm be I'm beyond saying right now. Look, I'm I'm weary about finding a wife. I'm weary about it. like I'm actively looking, but I'm weary about it. I'm I'm starting to think that I won't be able to find a suitable black woman, and I don't want to think like that. You know, me and you have conversations like like this all the time. So you know, I'm not just saying this for the camera. You can vouch. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not just saying this. Like I want a black woman. I want to marry a black woman. That's all we've ever talked about. But I'm kind of weary right now and then on Frank because my question is what's the benefit is it worth it are there are there is there a woman I'm is there a woman one woman that's good for me out there that's gonna be good to me and that not not none of this bullshit these short-term shit that we could build a lifetime of shit and that's where I'll be honest about my response the outlook ain't sunny bro I know <laughs> like no nah, but since you're being honest about that i gotta look for the for the for the in the current state of 
society, especially for a dude looking for an old school relationship, one where gender roles play a part. I do what I'm supposed to do as a man. You do what you're supposed to do as a woman. And those are defined by, you know, tradition and blah, blah, blah. If you're that type of dude, good luck. Like, it ain't a lot of them. And the ones yeah. that I have met, they married. They married. Right. They married. <laughs> and they ain't going nowhere because they are those types of women. And the ones that are single, if, like, they're divorced or they're outside of childbearing age. So if you want a child because you ain't got none, good luck. If you already got kids and you ain't tripping about a woman having kids, you might could find something out. Yeah, there. you it's it's you got a better field to play with for um if you already have kids and you it doesn't matter if she has kids or not, you got more options. Yeah, a lot more options, and that's just because of the nature of when the wall comes up and when all of these other things happen. But the fact that the matter remains for any dude that's looking for like even even with 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 young men growing up and are excited about getting a girlfriend and starting a family, it's still kind of the same sentiment. Like, good luck because yeah. Like what 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 is she? What are you looking for a girlfriend to do? If right. all you're looking for her to do is look good and some clothes, you can find that. If you're looking for her to bring something more to the table. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck. I mean, because it's, it's, you know, seeing video over and over and over of women really have, because a lot, especially a lot of black women, it's, it's imprinted in their mind that they have to rebel against the traditional way that, that worked for us because they believe black women were slaves and they suffered and they were beat and they didn't like it and all these and all that. And to be honest, they really don't understand that a lot of these, a lot of these women who are telling them these stories, they're lying to them, for the most part. Not saying these things didn't happen, but overall, they lying to them. Like I'm, I'm watching, I'm watching a, a broadcast of that, um, the show, the Dana lady. I forgot the name of her show, um, Real Talk with Dana, and she got Judge Joe Brown on there. And so this is something I've heard before, but Judge Joe Brown defending um, Ike Turner's name and saying um, Tina Turner Hollywood conspired to lie, to lie on Ike Turner's name and his reputation. Like he wasn't that man that they said he was. Now, I don't have no, no nothing to prove either way, but that's another thing, like the color purple narrative. It's just like the idea is I can't be like that because I want to be. I want to be in power. I want to be in charge. And if I, and then they always say, they always say, well, what if he, I don't want to be like that because what if he leaves me and I have nothing? But baby, 80% of the divorces in the black community are filed by women. Men ain't leaving. Like I had a conversation with my dad. You know what my dad told a couple weeks ago? You know what my dad told me? My parents divorced. I'm 38 years old. My parents divorced when I was five. You know what my pops told me? My pops said, son, I have no idea why me and your mama divorced. <laughs> and Damn. Right. And if we wouldn't have divorced, we probably would still be together right now. Well, that's, those are some of the things that, like, 
are not being talked about in general. Right. Men, once once a man marries you, the chances of the relationship ending on on his word are slim, like it's rare, comparatively speaking. Overwhelmingly, marriages end because the women the woman files for divorce. So, unless you do something silly or crazy, like get caught cheating, or beating on or something like, because I, I mean, and I I did that. You if if especially if the woman come to you from the jump and say, "Look, this is how I feel about cheating," and you cheat, she leave you. You shouldn't be surprised if you beating on her and stuff. She leave you. You shouldn't be surprised. But right, 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 right. But I'm talking about like as a woman, if you're married to a to your man, short of you cheating on him or doing something to severely compromise his identity and his manhood, he's not going nowhere. This narrative that you got to be prepared just in case he leaves you. This narrative that's bullshit. That, right, like that's not. What happening by the numbers historically? At what point in American history did black men just leave black women in mass? Like at what point? And we speaking specifically in marriages, right? Now, if y'all just boyfriend girlfriend, that's that's all. We ain't talking about that. Now we talking yeah, about all, in marriages. That's because, a whole different thing. Every everybody has the the statistics to show that before 1960, black people in America were the most married people in America, and they stayed married. Everybody had a big mom. Like I like that's why that's why when I was born, my grandmama was grandma age. I'm just you know, but after 1960, after the the welfare and and after Reconstruction and all these things, then they changing things. Hey, government assistance, and then black women starting like like we we got the video we got the video floating around YouTube of black women in 1986, teenage teenage mothers in 1986 and. I don't need a man. 13 women sitting in the room. Only one man, one woman in that room said she wants to be married. The rest of them say, I don't need a man. I don't see why a man is important in this situation. And that's been the narrative because there was a report come out. A study was done, I want to say 10, 15 years ago. Now I'll see if I can find it and link it. Um, but that study showed that men were more likely to desire long-term relationships than women. And this was a study done 10, 15 years ago, which makes it 10, 15 years after the video you're talking about was produced. So for the last few decades, we <laughs> have producing information work that says that men actually desire long-term relationships more than women. But the narrative is that no. men have commitment issues. Men have this. Men no, have that. No, Pookie and Ray Ray do because they got options and all of y'all want them. That's why those dudes... If the average man don't have those options like that, like think about think about the the nature of men. Like when we find something we like, we stick with it. We really. I don't do. care. I don't care what it is. Like uh, items on the menu, clothes, stuff like that. Roots to work. When we find something we like, we stick with it until we can't do it no more. So why would that change in relationships? Now, is every man one hundred percent of the board like that? No, but we also have statistics to show that. There's a small group of men that women like, and a large group of women trying to get with the small group of men. And most of y'all messing with the same dude. So those dudes, yeah, them dudes ain't shit. Why? Because they don't have to be. Because y'all gonna keep fucking them. Yeah, y'all got y women have a type. All right. Right. 
women a generalized thick feet. type. Thick feet. Thick feet. <laughs> so and we could and this ain't to disparage the type. It's just to show like we can show statistically women have a type. And I'm those not even, that match that type have got a better chance. Look, and I'm they, not so, even. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm not even mad at women for liking men over six feet because that's biological. Right. Absolutely. That's, that go to that breakdown the biology of women, women wanting men with the best physical genes. I understand that. But what I don't get is the unrealistic sense of you can only have six feet men. Well, but the problem is that it's unrealistic because most men are not six feet. Right. And so, like anybody that wants to say that men have a type we can say that's not true you see women with no chest getting married you see women with no ass getting married you see fat women getting well, married skinny well, women getting married short tall ugly blonde, brunette you can't say men have a type on one end and then say men are put their dick in anything on the other end right which one is it right so but you know that that, that but these are parts of the narrative that these are parts of the truth that get blocked off by the narrative right. you know the narrative that a woman in a relationship would always take care of her man's needs is not backed up by the truth when you look at the truth being that most married men are experiencing loneliness well how is she taking care of all his needs if he's lonely bruh But but we can't deal with the realities of our situation because whenever you try to insert truth into a narrative, the people that benefit from that narrative will always push back. And in this case, black women have more power to control the narrative than black men do. Right. Right. But that's once again, show them if like uh, that's another example, rather, of the lack of power that black men actually have. Versus the perception of the power that black men have. Because if black men actually had this oppressive power and things, black women wouldn't have platforms to stand on to talk this stuff that they've been talking. We would have been shut it down. Yeah, and so and that's not to be confused. We're not saying black men can't beat a black woman as sure. Black men physically abuse. But that's not oppression. That's abuse. That's not oppression. So this like don't confuse the issue. And we're not even defending those dudes. If a dude is beating your ass, he need his ass beat, and you need to get out of look, that situation. Bitch, look, I've I've worked. If we've talked about this on this podcast numerous times, we don't deal with that these bitch ass niggas. We don't deal with fuck boys, and we don't deal with abusive dudes, sorry ass dudes. We don't we don't condone that behavior over here and within our friend circles. That's not what we do, right? But we can't make y'all stop fucking them dudes like but even dealing with the idea of like how many women talk about how triggering it is to have a man ask them what they bring to the table right why like, is how, that triggering? how do you how do you how will you make my life better like why should i basically why should i choose you that's what he's asking and you 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 offended by that next next go right. On. next right why you're not, why you're is, not mature enough why is that trick but but because you're gonna ask of, me but instead of men standing up and saying, well, if you can't answer that question, you don't get to be in a relationship. Right. You have men that have just refused 
to ask. Well, you know, I ain't gonna ask her that, you know, because she brings so, to the table what she brings to the table. And 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 to be fair to a lot of people in the just the just the the verbiage and stuff. Now, I've I've never used that term. What do you bring to the table? Because that term, as far as finding out how a woman can enhance me, it's never been in my vocabulary in that form of fashion. Right. And right. I'm a pretty, I'm not, I'm not very rigid, but some things I'm rigid on, and I just don't see the need to add that into my vocabulary. Right. I would I don't but, say that either, but but I'm finding out how yeah. you are how you can be an asset to me, though. You have right. to be an asset, and I have to be an asset to you. Now, but see, here's the problem. It's okay, the narrative, it's okay for a woman to demand that a man enhance her life. And for him to be able to state how he can enhance her life in what ways. That's right. why you got all these rappers talking about all these songs and all these singers, all these famous people. All they do is spend all their time talking about how they could change your life with their money. Yep. 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 And we all understand it for, for, for the vast majority of you. All it takes is some money. It don't take nothing else. Right. But that's why. But... You got a lot of hurt people out here who are who are they're mad at what happened to them haven't gotten over it right and really out here hurting other people because Absolutely. it's like it's a re, it's a revenge thing well well niggas been doing this for so long now it's time for us ladies to do it like you're on the revenge tour like yeah but that's also untrue because Women have been doing it just as long as men have. Well, we right, right, but because I guess like one chick was like, well, uh, it get talked about with men more, so it's worse with men because you know we know about it more because men get caught more. That makes cheating worse with men. Yeah, that and see that don't. Not only does that, it's that whatever, but the 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 repercussions. Of a man cheating versus the repercussions of a woman cheating. A man is never going to be able to convince a woman that a child he had with somebody else is hers. Right. We got right. stories after stories after stories of men finding out at, that they full-grown children that they raised from birth to 30, 40, 50 years old is not their biological children. But, These right, are the right. types of lies grandma was telling. But we don't talk about that. All we want to talk about is how grandpa had a whole other family that he was taking care of. You don't nah. even know if grandpa is really your grandpa. Right. Biologically speaking. Right, right. And then at the, at the funeral, you got all these children show up. Then you meet your meet your other sisters and brothers or cousins and nephews because they was from Mr. Jim that your grandma was also hunting. Like, like, come on, man. Like, black men been cheating and black women been cheating. Like, let's stop, let's stop acting like it's been one-sided the whole time. Let's stop it. Right. And that that's that's the problem. Cause even when we having shows like this, we're men, obviously. So we see it from the view of men, but so we, much of the narrative is in favor of women that when you try to correct the narrative, it comes off as women bashing. But but Look, hey man, 
Fuck all that. I don't give a fuck about none of y'all feelings and none of that. That's just how I roll. We got two choices as black people in America. We got two choices. We either going to fix this shit or we going to keep getting worse and just say fuck it and go to third and fourth class citizens and not be able to do nothing for ourselves. What the fuck what? you going to do about it? 